Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we watched The Great British Baking Show on Netflix. Can I tell you, I almost said, welcome to Great British Bake Off. (laughs) No, we are not the hosts of The Great British Bake Off. I'm Paul Hollywood. Yeah. I sleep with everybody. I'm Paul Hollywood. But that's a great place to start. Let's start with the hosts of this show. Let's, because I have so many thoughts. So we have Noel and Sandy. The the first time my husband saw Noel, he Mm -hmm. stopped dead in his tracks and said, what is that? And I said, I don't really know. I'm sure that maybe this guy is like semi-famous. He is. In, In England? Okay, so that's like his look. It's just that... When you're unaware of that, and this mm-hmm. is what you're presented with right off the bat, you just kind of yeah. have to, like, go with it, I guess. Uh, well, I Googled him because, you know, I get, I'm like, who, where do they find these people? Well, yeah, why? why? Why this guy? Yeah, Why this guy? Um, because, you know, last season he had the really long, dark emo hair, and this time he looked like, at first, Elvis hair. <gasps> and then That went, haircut in the first episode was horrendous. I was so upset. I was like, why does he... Because he, I'm thinking he's, like, in his 40s. Yeah. And I'm like, why does he look 60? What the hell happened yeah. one season? But anyways, he's an actor, like a comedian kind of actor thing. Mm-hmm. And he does shows, it looks like, from what I can tell, that are, like, kind of Monty Python-ish spinoffs. Yeah, or like maybe he's like in, like, a, a comedian group. Yeah. yeah, like a Spinal Tap kind of group, that kind of um, genre. So that's, I guess, where they found him. Yeah. Um, I think he even had a variety show of his own. Yeah, that's the British humor that I don't get. It just, I, I, I recognize that it's funny. <laughs> I just never laugh at it. I understand that Monty Python is funny. I just don't laugh at it. Well, I hoped it when they were doing the bread week. And he was wearing that Marie, or the cake week, and he was wearing that whole Marie Antoinette. <laughs> and, and Sandy's going on and on and on, and he's like, um, no, that's all I had clean to wear. And then he wore it in the tent later on, and I was rolling on the floor laughing at him. Yeah, I really, I did like that. I do, yes, I do think he's funny, though. I, and I like that they make a lot of small jokes yes. with Sandy, how she's tiny and Danish. I do yeah. like that. The only reason why I watch now is just to watch the fashion. Like, Noel always wears these bright, bright, weird, long-sleeve shirts. Psychedelic, almost. Yeah! They're very, to me, they're very, like, either, like, late 60s or late 80s, early 90s. Like, we all wore those really long, button-down shirts. Girls did with, like, tights or leggings Blouses, you mean? He wears blouses. He wears blouses. He's, yeah. you know. Sandy, I like, she's very dry, I find. Her yes. humor is very, very British, very, very dry. But she, <laughs> I mean, she has some interesting things to say. She seems very well knowledge. She's she's like Sheldon Cooper on cooking. They're both very sweet. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the th- sh- the things that makes this sh- this show so charming. That's that's yes. what it is about this show. I don't watch anything else that's as charming as the mm-hmm. show. Everyone is so nice, and so you know, um, the farthest I've ever gone travel wise is like Florida. 
<laughs> Two states of <laughs> That's not true. I've, got, I've gone to... Where did I you go? You went to California. Oh, it's a San Francisco, yeah. So there uh, you go, world I might, I might be going to Colorado <gasps> soon. Yeah. Are you going to get stoned? I'm asking for a friend. Oh, God, no. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. That's just <laughs> yeah. not... I'll take my whiskey, thanks. Awesome. No, so I, I want to know, is this... So, you know, Canadians are known to be super polite. Is mm-hmm. this a good representation of British people? Do you know? I've never been to London or okay. England. I can tell you in Irish, in Irish, hmm, in Ireland, which is full of Irish people, they, the ones I've come in contact with have always been really polite and really ni- nice and no worries and, you know, just really, really nice people. Yeah. So that's all I can base this off of. I know they're not the same, but they're close. <laughs> yeah. I so, don't think the Irish people would like you saying that. No, the Northern <laughs> Ireland would be fine, uh, but the rest of Ireland would be like, God damn it, we're not the same. Stop it. I, I do find, you know, they have a lot of the same culture. Yeah. Um, you know. So. so then we have uh, the two judges. We have Prude and, I don't know Prude's last name, and then we have Paul Hollywood. We love. <laughs> so Prude is... Okay, so, uh, okay, when when you and I decided to do this show, we said, oh, we're going to do the Great British Bake Off. And mm-hmm. then we went and looked on Netflix, and it says it's the Great British Baking Show. So we're like, wait, mm-hmm. have we been making this up the whole time? Well, there's a history behind the name of the show, apparently. So mm-hmm. you had said that the show was originally on BBC One, right? I, I was on BBC. I don't know if it was One, but it was like, and I don't know how it works, but it's like Channel 4, which is like a big station. So it was like yeah. Channel 4 and showed it or whatever, but BBC owned it. Okay. And then BBC lost the rights to it and Channel 4 took it back. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. when Channel 4 took it back, a couple of things changed. One of them was from off to show. Mm-hmm. And they got rid of Mary Berry, who we both absolutely love. She left. I don't think they got rid of her. She left. Oh, yes. Yeah, she left. She left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. Mary um, Berry cannot be fired because she's way too classy. No, she's classy. <laughs> she's tiny. She is so little. so little and so sweet. But now Prude has taken Mary Berry's place. And then mm-hmm. we've got Paul Hollywood, who is the <laughs> stoic silver fox, I guess. I just... <laughs> Every time they say his name, I just crack up because I'm like, is that really his name? I don't know. I mean, um, I feel like I feel like it is. I couldn't find anything saying differently, but I feel like <laughs> it's is a made he up name. sort of I like I was trying to think of what he would what his equivalent would be here in America because he seems like people are kind of afraid of him. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, he's really stoic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noel made a couple comments about him owning a lot of cars, so he seems to be like kind of like a manly man mm-hmm. that makes pies, question mark. Um, so I, I don't know what his equivalent would be here in America. At first I thought, oh, he's sort of like Gordon Ramsay, except Gordon Ramsay's British. So yeah. um, I would say maybe, mm, I, I kind of want to say like an Anthony Bourdain. <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Or to a lesser extent, uh, Bobby Flay. Ugh. Which I hate. We are not a Bobby Flay household. No, no. We, we actively hate watch Bobby Flay shows. <laughs> um, there's a show on Food Network or the Cooking Channel, one of them, called Beat Bobby Flay. Yes. 
I've seen it a few times. My husband calls it beat off Bobby Flay. <laughs> because that's all that network does is like, mm-hmm. ugh, just suck up to Bobby mm-hmm. Flay. It's like, the, oh, look, mm-hmm. he's so good. Let's give him a show to beat mm-hmm. these poor, like, I know, like, like you and me. And it's, oh, it's just, a, it's it's an absolutely ridiculous show. It'll be like, I don't like it. This is Sarah and her specialty dish is a soup that's made in a small African village of 20 yeah. people. And we're going to challenge Bobby Flay to make a better soup. And then he wins. And it's like, bullshit, Bobby Flay. You've never even heard of that African town. And what? Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, You know, how often is somebody off the streets going to beat a uh, well-trained, very famous, cooking for probably 20, 30 years chef? Yeah, who has twice multiple multiple restaurants but whatever we're getting off track whatever again. we are but um paul hollywood was actually or actually is or was a uh, a chef oh, so he okay. owns a couple of restaurants or owned I'm, I'm unclear i didn't read that deep into the wikipedia article <laughs> i get the impression he has a ton of money he he's worth according to wikipedia so you know it's true like 10 million dollars or oh. 10 million pounds or whatever hmm. Okay. Um, so he is pretty well off. Yeah. But he's so dark. Dark? Oh, tans, yes. you mean? Tan, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I'm pale as they come, and everybody else on that show, for the most part, unless they're, like, Indian or something, is pale, 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 and he's so dark. Yeah, I did not know that white British people could get that dark. I don't... I, I Not naturally. They can't. I remember not naturally. The, the, the host made a couple of jokes about him getting spray tans and stuff. And um, I don't yeah. know if he actually does because I did notice in one episode he had like around his hairline in the front it was a little bit mm-hmm. lighter. I think that that might have been from his hair while he was oh, sure. like in the sun or maybe he was wearing a hat or something. So I think he might actually be naturally that tan. I don't know. Wow. Well, see, what I was thinking when I saw that was that that's how far his hair was down, and they sprayed it, and then they cut it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, you've probably never gotten a spray tan before. Um, I did once years ago, and They make I you put those like little it. hair nets on, so it could be yes, that. it could be, but I would think somebody'd be like, let's, let's touch that up before you go on air, but they don't care. Let's talk about the contestants. My favorite people. Who was your favorite contestant? It was one of the ladies that went to the end, not Kim Joy, but the other one. Ruby? And I don't remember her. Yes. Ruby, Ruby. with the beautiful thick hair. I want to be her. Oh my God. I just want to do my ponytail like that once in my life. <laughs> I mean, what? and what I'm going to say, she was my favorite from the beginning. I really liked her. I didn't think she'd make it that far because I think she had a rough start. Yes. I didn't think she would make it to the end because she was not doing no. well towards the middle. No, I mean, she wasn't consistently, like, good yeah. like the winner was. But we, we have to do a whole segment on yeah, that. Yeah, we will, so we'll, yeah. we'll leave that for later. You know, I just liked her. She she had a lot of personality. Did you notice her hair had, like, a blue tint to it? Yeah, I think it as was As the show just, went on? I think it was just so dark. I think there's some blue tint going on. Well, because I don't think she dyed her hair because she had gray hair in the front. Yeah, she did. But it was funny because even towards the end, my boyfriend was like, does she have more gray hair now? I was like, I don't know, but I do. Yes, I think she did have more gray hair at the end of the show than when she first started. Honestly, that would happen to me too. And it's only like 
14 weeks long. <laughs> I was like, She Jesus always Christ. wore a very beautiful berry-colored lipstick. There's some good lipstick on this show throughout all of the seasons. There's some good lipstick on this show. Yeah, I just liked her. I liked what she baked and her, like I said, her personality and the lipstick. You know me, all the winners or all the people I've always rooted for in this show has always been the ladies with like the lipsticks. Yeah, bold lipsticks. We are, Mm -hmm. um, Binge Watch With Us is a proud supporter of bold lipsticks. (laughs) (laughs) And also the fact that I, every time I watch it or every time I go to Ireland, or whatever, everybody over there wears lipstick. And oh. I used to wear lipstick all the time. Like, yeah. you would not see me out of the house without eyeliner, mascara, and lipsticks. Yeah, not, and now not, you don't care anymore. <laughs> now I don't care what I look like. I'm, I'm really circling to go back to makeup, uh, lipstick, because back in the day when I was doing it, there was no matte color lipstick. So to get that matte look, you had to, like, powder, powder, apply, powder, powder, apply, and mm-hmm. uh, blot, blot, blot. So, oh, yeah, um, there's a ton of options now. You can go, like, super, super matte. You can go, yeah. like, a little matte. You can go satin and silky. Yeah, yeah there's a ton of options now. <laughs> Welcome to Lipstick Talk. Look, That's pickles. <laughs> this is, look, I'm starting to find during the editing process, we talk about makeup a lot. Well, so. because you and I get distracted by that kind of stuff. Yeah, we get really distracted by that kind of stuff. <laughs> My favorite character, I think, was um, Briani. Yes, I I'm, loved her too a lot. I'm probably not saying her name right. She was the one who had basically your haircut, but a little bit shorter. She had yes. great fangs in the front. Yes, um, she thick had, hair. Yeah, thick, short, textured hair. Mm-hmm. One episode, she wore these cute little braids, and she like pinned them back with bobby pins, and I was jealous of that because, again, <laughs> we as we've discussed on Riverdale, I don't know how to use bobby pins. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but she was really cool. So, and you scared me, too, because when you first started watching the show, you texted me and you said, uh, you did not tell me that this season was a freak show. (laughs) And I thought to myself, I'm like, I know this woman. I have known her for almost more than 10 years now. I know Mm -hmm. she's not talking about Briani. And before the show we were talking, you were not. So no, that's not what I, you were referring to. I said, well, I was like three episodes in before I realized, I was like, is there something wrong with her hand? And my boyfriend's like, how did you not notice? And I just, because, I guess because it doesn't hold her back, I just never no, really it. doesn't it. impact her at all. It doesn't at impact all. her baking, her decorating skills, nothing. And there was there was one episode where I had to pause it on her showstopper and I called, I called Dustin into the room and I was like, Dustin, this girl has like four less fingers than me and she made that yes it's just amazing it doesn't it doesn't impact her cooking at all and what i was talking about was the guy who ends up winning raul raul yes he had a pimple or a Mm -hmm. cyst or something that looked like a nipple it was so big and it just looked Uh. like it was ready to burst and i'm like if this thing burst I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I didn't notice it. I didn't notice that there was God. anything there until... So I'm wondering if it was a cyst or something. Sorry, guys. This is kind of gross. It I'm is, wondering but, if ugh. it was like a cyst or something because in the last episode, I noticed there was still a little bit of um, some healing going on right there on his cheek. But Yeah. So let's... Yeah. So since you brought up Raul, let's talk about Raul, Raul for a second. <laughs> He, if my anxiety were to conjure itself up 
and create yeah. a human form, mm-hmm. my anxiety would present itself to the world as Raul. He, I liked him so much because I'm like, oh my God, he is literally the human representation of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh my God. I, and it's I, like, oh honey, I get it. I get it. Because look, I had that every week for Raul was like the last week um, of work that I just had where I was just like, oh man. <laughs> You could have done better, Pickles. You could have done better. He exhausts me. Um, <laughs> Anxiety like, is exhausting. Yeah, it is. And we both suffer from it. So I totally get it. But I'm like, Jesus, drop out. Jesus Christ. You, you're you either going to drop dead of a heart attack mm-hmm. or um, you're going to die. I'm worried you're going to die on this show. A little bit of me thinks that he won because... You can't say anything mean to him because if you do, I, he would just die. I mean, he would stand there in front of, like, during the showstoppers, mm-hmm. and he had this sort of, like, he would stand there and he would kind of, like, it reminded me of the girl that skipped from SNL where she would stick her hands under yes. her arms. Superstar. He would stand there and he would put his hands right next to his nose and yeah. just freak out the whole time. Or cry. Yeah, he, he would bring it up and start apologizing. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Boo, he would boo. apologize for everything. He apologized for everything. And they're like, that's really good. And he's like, is it? And I was like, dude, you're you're on like this cooking competition. You have to know how to bake something good. They don't get the rejects. He said that he started baking when he was like 29. And I think he's like 33 on the show. So he hasn't been baking oh, that long. So no. I kind of understand why he had no um, faith in himself. He hasn't been doing this for very long. Can I tell you something, though? They were, You know how they go into, like, their backstories and they're like, you know, Rudy, blah, blah, blah. She works out of the gym 24-7 or whatever. She's kind of like you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't work out that much anymore. It's getting, it's getting bad. It's yeah. Getting bad. <laughs> um, it's hard to keep up that level. But with him, they were like, he takes his baked goods to... To make to get friends. friends. And they show him walking to like a supermarket. He's like, la, 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 la. I made you a cake. And I'm like, what the hell? He's I would be like, so... thanks, dump. It's a great idea, though. I mean, if you but, come up to me and you're like, hi, my name's Raul. I baked this cake so that we could be friends. I would be like, wonderful. Come inside. <laughs> like, but see me, and you should know this from listening to the murder podcast. I'd be like, it's poison. No. It's going to kill me. Or it's got like a human hand in it or something. I don't know. I don't think he was, I don't think that was an icebreaker for him. I don't think he was using <laughs> cupcakes as icebreakers. I, I think he was. I think he was think kind he of did. using the same way that, you know, well, look, I we're both we're both well past the point of making friends in our life. Oh yeah, I guess it's so hard. <laughs> you do a lot better than me though. Like you go to a lot of events, mm-hmm. you like really put yourself out there, like in the podcast community, and yeah, you I mean, do much. You're much more outgoing than I am, I think. Yeah, but it's it. Oh, boy, does it exhaust me. Like we went to see you know last podcast, and I was around people for two hours, and I'm like, I'm exhausted. I, know. I have to go. It's a lot of people, though. It was, it yeah. was, but um, yeah. So Raul, I'm worried about him so much. He's he's special. He's, he's a special little angel. Uh, um, sweet baby or... anxiety angel. <laughs> I know. I was just like. Is there a medic on staff? Can y'all give him something? Give him a shot of whiskey. 
here's what happens in the last episode. He's got uh-huh. like a little storage jar made out of glass. I guess yes. he's like, yeah, I don't know, like sugar or something in there. And as if he manifests <laughs> it from his brain, <laughs> yes. the glass jar explodes <laughs> under the pressure. In a billion pieces. And they have to clean off the entire workstation and start again. And I thought, because he says in one episode, he's as he's decorating something, he says, I'm like a pressure cooker. I could blow it any minute. First mm-hmm. of all, buddy, let's look. Okay, well, creepy, awkward guy. Don't joke about bombs. Don't do that. <laughs> and then in the last episode, something literally explodes in front of him. That was amazing. I know I thought the same thing. Now, when I read, when I went online to look at um, Wikipedia about the show and stuff, because you and I both said we remember nothing about the show, but I can remember what people look like. Yeah, it's strange because, you know, a lot of the shows that we watch, I think we mentioned it last episode, I'm really good with, or we mentioned it in the Haunting of Hill House episode. I don't know regular people's names, but I can remember Netflix characters. (laughs) <laughs> I the the season before this one which mm-hmm. I think is like technically like collection five on on Netflix mm-hmm. um I watched it twice I mm-hmm. don't remember any of it Mm-mm. nothing Mm-mm. nothing in this Mm-mm. show stays in my brain I don't know why at all at all uh, but I can remember some of the banks in the past and I want to say it's Rudy not Ruby Rudy. Ruby in, in a few episodes ago, or a few seasons ago, with when Mary Berry was still on there, and the one that Paul Hollywood allegedly had an affair with, she was one of those. She was real meek and mild. But she did all these really wonderful creations. I think she made like a peacock meat pie or something. I mean, she just did all these really incredible things. And I'm like, that's amazing. And they do stuff. And at the time, I'm like, that's so amazing. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, I was like, what did they bake again? I've literally forgot. <laughs> Yeah, the episodes that I watched today, every single time I'd have to rewind it and be like, wait, what is this challenge? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why, maybe that's the soothingness of this show. Yes, yes. That it just kind of like lulls your brain into like <sighs> calmness. So, oh, so the, the aesthetic of the show is very calm. The aesthetic mm-hmm. of the show is very pretty. It's mm-hmm. got pastels. Mm-hmm. It takes place in, in an open meadow. There mm-hmm. are ducks lots of ducks in one episode how freaking charming is this in one episode uh, <laughs> kim joy is making tiny little bees to put on a donut and a bee flies into the tent yes. and lands on her little sugar bees that's like, how charming this show is it's so great uh, but let's let's go back to raul first before we go to kim because we i got a lot to say about her okay he's a baker I'm assuming because they come in and they're like, your challenge for this week is whatever. Then they'll ask him when Paul and Prue go around to the tables, they'll ask him like, has this worked for you before? And they're like, well, it worked this week or it didn't work this week, but whatever, I'm trying it. So I I know they tell them. Yes. You know what? This is your challenge to figure out something. And every time, I swear, not every time, probably 10 times on the season, Raul's like, I don't even know what this is. I have no... Like a donut. I this was like, love what? had never eaten a donut before. <laughs> well, you know, he lives with some... He's Indian. 
He is indeed. And he lives in my head in the basement of some flat in London yes. with these two older white people. That he does not. No, no, no. He doesn't live with the older white people. Those are just his friends. No, they work oh, okay. together. They work together. Okay. And they kind of saw him. And I think they, they. it says on the show they took him under his wing. He does not live with the older white married couple. Okay, so y'all may not know this. Pickles does. I make up shit all the time. <laughs> I know. I'll see somebody and be like, this is their life history. And it's never, ever right. Yeah, I think a lot of people do that. Yeah, so of course with him, I was like, he lives in the basement. Um, mm-hmm. These people probably saw him at the bus stop where he got off the bus from. Where he was Heathrow. standing in the rain alone. Yes, with his little yeah. suitcase. And he's like, I don't, I don't know where to go next. And um, they were like, come on, lost soul, let's let's have some tea and mm-hmm. yada, yada. And that's how he pays his rent, is he just bakes for him all the time. No, he is a research scientist. And <laughs> he, he met that other man at work, I think. <laughs> but did you notice towards the end, they were both, the not parents, not parents, were like crying. The the white couple that took him in, they were Falling. Well, I think he said that the that the man was the one who said, you know, you you should try baking. I don't know yeah. what it was that that this man thought. Maybe I, I have a feeling that he thought, oh, this will be therapeutic for Raul, and mm-hmm. it's not. It's just not. It's not. <laughs> no. He needs therapy. Baking is not the therapy that he needs, though, unfortunately. And what I love the most about him too was they called his mom in the semi finale whatever it's called right before the finale and he called her and said i'm in the whatever the finale and she's like oh and like like, she's very excited and i was like oh so maybe she was like an overprotective mother and you're afraid to talk well let's let's move on to kim joy um Yeah, we have lots of She upset I so much. I really liked Kim Joy. I really liked her. I enjoyed her whimsical stuff. I got her right yeah. away. I was like, cool, anime chick, got it. And yeah. like she she yes. met her husband at a like um what do you call those? Like a board game shop? Comic book shop? Well, no, not a comic book shop. It's like I, I imagine that they met at a Dungeons and Dragons. Kind well, the comic thing. the comic book shop we go to here has Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. dice games they play and all yeah. kinds and games and comics and junk yeah. and stuff. So it, she, it's definitely a comic shop. She's very into Japanese culture. She's super into it. She made a lot of makeup choices too. Wow. I I know it really bothered you. I think if she had just put on some mascara, yeah. It would have yeah. changed her whole look. I'm good with the bold choice of the uh, um, eyeshadow she had on. It wasn't great for her skin tone, but it just washed her out so bad. Yeah, uh, primary colors are not often great eyeshadows, Mm-mm. unfortunately. She wore a lot of yellow. She wore a lot of red. White, I think one episode she wore some white eyeliner. Uh, but she knows her style. She does. And God bless it came, her. It came through in her cakes. I loved. She always put like like I was saying earlier. She made some little bees to put mm-hmm. on her donuts in the last mm-hmm. couple episodes, and so uh, that is one of the themes throughout her bakes. Is that she? One episode there's squirrels, mm-hmm. um, uh, foxes, or fox on her cake. Yes, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and she's like, um, I don't even really like animals very much. She's like, I'm afraid of most animals, and I just got. <laughs> such a kick out of that 
But what did you notice her earrings? I think a few other people did that. Like when it was the French week, they wore like little Eiffel Towers and little Brianne French sayings on her yeah. shirt. But she wore, I think, every episode like earrings that matched either whatever she was creating or whatever like the theme was. No, I didn't notice that. Because mm-hmm. like one of, I think the bee episode, the, the bee donuts, I think she had little bee earrings. Oh, cute. And then one time with the foxes, I think her necklace had a big, um, it was like a statement necklace and it had a fox on it or something. No, so. I was always distracted by her hair. <laughs> Poor love. She had uh, violet tips. There were tips at first, and then as the episodes went on, I felt like it was longer. Like, it was almost half her hair at one point. I wonder if they give these people um, a budget for clothing. I don't think so. Because they don't wear anything with brand names on it, obviously. Well, they probably do give them stipulations. Like, you can't wear... Cuss words, you can't wear, you know, um, you can't put political stuff on there. I mean, I'm sure they give them some kind of guidelines. But what I found amusing, as this this season went on, half the ladies, like their hair changed colors, I feel like. Yeah, well, um, I think as you get more comfortable on camera, you know. Yeah, yeah. You probably start, because they're all really comfortable on camera. They are, but it's like the little French girl. Like, I don't know if you know, she had like a sandy blonde hair, but then towards the end of the season, or the end of her stint on there, it, it was like purple. Uh, not purple, pink. Pink, yeah. It For like halfway. Off as a really, yeah, it started off as a really light pink, and then it, it got to a brighter pink throughout the season. I did not like her. I didn't either. I thought she thought she was better than anybody else. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know what it was about her. Um, and I, I kept feeling like she was like, I'm French, so I know pastries or something. And I'm like, that, yeah, no. <laughs> maybe that's just the American propaganda in us. Yeah, it could like, be. automatically judgmental of French people, which is awful because, like, I'm half French, so I should be, like, rooting for her, you know? I love the French. I love the French Canadians. I love the Canadians. Um, I don't, yeah, there's just something about her I didn't like. I didn't like her. I, I will like say her. this, she was a pretty crier. Um, I appreciated that because I am not a pretty crier. I wish I could be a pretty crier. Uh, Kim Joy was too. There were a couple times where Kim Joy was crying and I was like, oh honey, you have glitter on your eyes. It's going to get in your eye. Don't cry. <laughs> what I loved, I think it was one of the second to the last, one of the last couple of episodes where every effing person. Yes. Was crying. It was the They're semifinals, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, like the girl you liked, uh, Brianna. Brianna, yeah. Brianna. She was crying. She's like, that's a bit harsh. And I was like, that was harsh? That wasn't See, that harsh. No, I'm a crier like she, like Brianna was because God. she turned completely red. She yeah. had streaks going down her cheek. She looked yeah. a little bit sweaty. Yeah, that's I'm that kind of crier. So I can and, appreciate that Kim Joy, and I think the French girl's name was Manon. Something like that. Something like that. Look, guys, I'm telling you, amnesia. I remember everything about all the shows I watch except The Great British Bake Off. I don't know. I just felt like one of the episodes, literally everybody cried. And she was one of the ones that cried, I think, for the um, the first challenge, whatever the hell that's called. The first challenge? The first challenge they did. You know, they do three challenges. Once. Oh, yeah. Um, Showcase. I don't know what the first one is called. Yeah. Yeah. I don't there's remember. The Showstopper. That's the last one. Then there's the technical. 
And then whatever the first one is. I don't remember what that one is. You know, so that was, she's like, ooh, that's pretty brutal. She was outside bawling her eyes out. And then she came back in and they kind of panned back and she was still crying. I was like, girl, (laughs) somebody let her have five minutes. That was bread week. Yeah. They always have a really hard time during bread week. Apparently, (sighs) Paul Hollywood is the king of bread. Yeah. Um, because, I, I don't know, I assume because, like, that's the manliest thing you could bake is bread? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I want to talk about John. The guy in the Hawaiian shirt? John wore the Hawaiian shirts all the time. I really was rooting for him for a while. I, for for me, he was, he was the horse I was putting my money on. What I loved about John was he has a ton of daughters yes. and <laughs> made all these beautifully feminine mm-hmm. bakes. And I just thought that that was so sweet that he was, mm-hmm. like, so influenced by all his little girls. Yes. Um, I remember one of his bakes had little ballet shoes in it. Yes. I don't so know. Cute. I just, I really liked John. I was really hoping he would make it to the end. Now, he bought all new Hawaiian shirts, I can tell you. Because after about two or three episodes, all of his shirts look brand spanking new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I They must give them. Okay, so let's talk about that. For Are there any other contestants you want to talk about specifically? Um, no, but I do want to talk about my process for watching this show at some point. Um, let's, so let's talk about the process for the show. I think the way that they do it is what, is another thing that makes it mm-hmm. so soothing. It's not like other American cooking mm-hmm. competitions because in my household, we do watch America cook, cooking competitions. We love Top Chef. Mm-hmm. My husband loves Hell's Kitchen. He loves mm-hmm. Hell's Kitchen because he enjoys watching people be verbally abused. <laughs> he giggles and just has oh, a God. just. He's just delighted when oh. Gordon Ramsay calls someone an idiot. So mm-hmm. yeah, we watch a ton of, of cooking competitions, but this one's different because they only film the show on the weekends. So yes. these people keep their everyday jobs. Mm-hmm. They're going. To, to work to be teachers and research scientists and and then and then they go home and they practice these bakes for like this is a huge show mm-hmm. it's got england. a huge following and it's, it's multiple spinoffs in england that we don't see over here i mean i'm telling you there's like 10 spinoffs give me the spinoffs now yeah um, <laughs> i think i read that that uh, the BBC statistics, the the BBC viewership is like 13 million people an episode. That's insane. That's big. Yeah. So, but they film it at different manors all over mm-hmm. the countryside in England mm-hmm. um, until they switched back to Channel Four. Apparently now, where they've changed it to the Bra- the Great British Baking Show, mm-hmm. they've been at the same kind of castle the whole time. Manor House. Mm-hmm. Manor House, yeah. I read a lot about the Manor House. It was built in like 16, uh, oh. I don't know, 1620? Sure. Yes, it we'll was built that. between 1620 and 1621. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of additions to the house over the years. Mm-hmm. They do, I thought, what I see, I looked it up because I wanted to know do they stay at that house um, Saturday mm-hmm. night? Because, you know, the, the mm-hmm. filming happens over two days. They do Saturday and Sunday. And so I thought, do they mm-hmm. sleep there? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe that's why they've built such a, that maybe that's why they've picked such a big place so that you could have mm-hmm. all these rooms. No, they stay at a hotel nearby, and I thought that was kind of shitty. Yeah, I thought that was shitty. Let them stay Aww. with the ducks and the butterflies. I mean, but I mean, the house does serve as a like uh, a production room, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there is like a cafeteria. 
mm-hmm. in the house. So they do provide all the food and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I like it because I feel like they didn't do it before with Mary Berry and all of them. They do it these last two seasons where they're like, what happened after the show? And they're yes. like... This person, these four go out and drink bottomless mimosas every weekend. And, like, these people have supper club. And these people do this. And and it's like, so they definitely, um, you know, in America, and we're really shitting on America, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. That in America, like, I feel like people in competitions would slit your throat to get to that. They're very underhanded. They're very sneaky. And right. in this show, they all come together and they're like, well done. And, and, you know. Well, what it is is that they're not competing against each other. Every mm-hmm. competition is is to see how well they do themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're not trying to put other people down. They're only trying to get better and better individually, which is just, I don't know why we can't capture that. It's not that we're shitting on America. It's just different. Well, it, we well, just we just can't capture that in American cooking mm, competition shows. Mm-mm. America is it's fast and it's do this and it's do that and it's making people run around like crazy yeah. and you know like I've seen I can't remember if it's still on or not but it used to be this show where they're like you need to make chili and they open up like the doors with all the ingredients and people run in there and they're like knocking each other out of the way and stuff. I was like. They would never do this in the great... They'd be like, after you. That's after you. (laughs) That show is literally called Cutthroat Kitchen. That's it. That's it. And that is a show that we watch to fall asleep at night sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) The host is Alton Brown. I do love Alton Brown. And I think, God, I want to say he did like 20 seasons of that show. And that's another one that Dawson just cannot get enough of because it's so ridiculous. (laughs) They're like, make chicken salad with only, with one hand tied behind your back. (laughs) Yeah. But I just love it. They're like, and the refrigerator opens up. And I mean, I've seen people take falls and stuff and they're like trampling them. Like, bye. Bye. Oh, they knock each other over for sure. Yeah. And it's just, this this show is just such the opposite. They hug each other. Yes. They come together. Somebody has. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've seen that, or like, um, poor Ruby, was it the, I don't think it was the last one, I think it was the second to last one, where her cake, it was that stupid vegan one. I cried. I I mean, her cake just went, boom, and I was like, oh my god. It's just heartbroken. Weren't you so heartbroken for her? I was so heartbroken, because I'm like, I hope this doesn't, what I was afraid of is it was going to fall on the floor, and I know this has happened before, and they're like... You don't have anything to present. You're supposed to present something, so we can't judge you. And sometimes those people have gone home. And I was like, please don't be the thing that throws her out. But I guess because they didn't hit the floor, they're like, here's two cakes. <laughs> yeah, they, it was actually really good. That's what saved her. Was that Which it was really made me feel a lot better. But no, I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, yeah. I was like, poor love. And I was very upset for her. So that was the vegan episode. I hated that episode. It was so stressful. It was so disgusting. They had to make meringue out of uh, chickpea juice. That's I thought disgusting. I was going to throw up. And, sorry, vegans. God bless you. But no, I, I just... don't want to eat meringue made out of chickpeas. Yeah, my boyfriend's Yuck. very anti-vegetarian and anti-vegan. And he's like, who would eat that? These people are stupid. And he was just getting so upset about it. And I'm like... But vegans are really, I mean, I They're really chill people, yeah. They're very chill people. I know a lot of vegans, and God bless them for eating the vegan cheese and all that stuff. But 
I, I just, I can't. And especially when I heard they were making it with that bean juice, I was like, I'm going to vomit. That was really gross. There was a lot of coconut oil, uh, mm-hmm. and I just, ugh, I hate coconut. I hate coconut. Who's the one you like? John, what's his name? With the Hawaiian shirts? Yeah, John. <laughs> Did you notice that whole episode? He's like, what? We're doing he what? hated that episode. Oh, he made falafel, and he's like, because like this is the closest to meatballs I can get. Oh, he was not. <laughs> he was not having it, and he no. was just like, "I'm sorry, what? What uh, are you making?" Yeah, he he didn't right. understand any of it. I was I was there for John. Um, yeah, John and I were eye to eye on that one. <laughs> didn't, didn't like it. The other episode that I thought was completely ridiculous was, um, I think it was the Biscuit episode, or was Biscuit episode the first episode? I don't remember, but I can look on Wikipedia while you talk about it. <laughs> there was an episode where they had to make a cookie chandelier. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was a Biscuit. A Biscuit was the first episode. And I was so upset by the Biscuit chandelier. It seemed like there was too much touching of the food. And so when the judges actually ate it, I was mm-hmm. kind of grossed out because there was, I don't know, man, they just put their hands all over that stuff after it was mm. cooked. There was cookies hanging from fishing line. Mm. And oh, it was just it was just ridiculous. And I think one of the contestants even said, uh, do you know what happens when you Google a cookie chandelier? Nothing comes up. And Paul's like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. I know. That's ridiculous. Yeah. One of the things I really loved watching them make because it made them so angry. I still can't find it. I'm like season five spices and I still can't find this damn cookie chandelier cake. But what (laughs) one of the episodes where they had to make pita bread on the open fire, on the open flames. Was that the last episode? Yes, that was the last episode. (laughs) Again, I thought Raul was going to actually die. Yeah, of, like, heat exhaustion. It really upset me because it's like, no, no, no. This entire world takes place inside this tent. Do yeah. not take me. The tent is my safe place. <laughs> the next time I'm having a panic attack, I might imagine myself inside the tent. I think you should. I and think that tent's the where to go. They made them leave the tent, and I hated every second of it. But it cracked me up though just to see them all around it they were all like this sucks this is horrible this is ridiculous i don't think any of them got it right uh not not the pita bread no Mm -mm. um that is one thing that i noticed this season every single episode they complained about how hot it was and i don't think they usually do that i know that there are some episodes Mm -hmm. some days where it's hotter than others but it seemed Mm -hmm. like every single day was too hot Yes, last season they had a few days where they're like, it's as hot as it's ever been in the tent. And this starts... They start filming in March. Okay. Um, So how hot could it be anywhere in England in March? They were having a heat wave when we were in Ireland in the beginning of March. Oh, They said it was a heat wave. It was 60, you know, for like two days. I was like, this is a heat wave? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But they're not used to it. And I know they had a very, very, very brutal summer over there. So um, if they don't have any fans or anything up and you got all those ovens going, I'm sure it's like you're actually going to die. Yeah, you're you're probably literally baking with whatever it is that you're cooking. I'm surprised somebody didn't pass out. Like, I'm waiting for somebody to just go down in that heat because they're not used to it. I imagine British people are very delicate when it comes to temperatures like that. They're, They're not good in the heat. Yeah. Or not. Um, hmm. 
<laughs> I, I lost my train of thought. I got I got distracted by British people sweating. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. So that makes me think, like, if if every single... Okay, so yeah, it was a heat wave. But while I watched it, you know, and I, and I, I, I researched where it was taking place, and that Channel 4 decided, okay, like, this is going to be our Great mm-hmm. British Baking Show location, it makes me think, like, maybe you should change the location. Maybe go further north. Maybe find an altitude that's higher. Well, this is what I think. Put some F and AC things in there there's portable yeah. ac units you can buy doesn't have to be pennies. in a tent guys i don't know who made that rule but well but that's my thing exactly i mean i guess you don't want it flaps open because then you can get contamination i legit I don't, don't know. know again this is 2018 and i know they have ac yeah. in europe get portable acs to put in there like well no i absolutely think that they could uh they're baking in a meadow we can get some yeah. acs out there too because i'm telling you i'm would not be surprised if next season somebody just is walking up with their cake and they just collapse on the floor mm-hmm. because yeah. it's too hot yeah do you have anything else have we covered everything i have two things one i love uh prue yes because her glasses always match her outfit her necklaces. What was happening with her necklaces? I have a theory. You want to hear it? Yes, please. Her grandchildren make those necklaces. It looks like they're from a preschool. <laughs> they do. And I know that's very uh, retro and it's a very retro style. And I'm sure they're probably thousands of dollars. But I'm like, did her ki- did her grandkids make these? Because they're, they're so ugly. They must be thousands of dollars. Do so you know what they remind me of? Remember when you were in preschool? Or you know what? They always had them at pediatrician's office. Mm-hmm. And it was it would be on like a wooden block, right? Mm-hmm. And then it would be these like wa- these like steel uh, yeah. wires that would like mm-hmm. loop around. Mm-hmm. And there would be like a green ball on this one. And you'd have to get it all the way to the other <laughs> side. And there would be like... A yes. red square on that one, and you'd have to get it. That's exactly what her necklaces look like. <laughs> They're so awful. Ah. Um, but I just, I love that girl, uh, lady, because, like I said, her glasses, all of her accessories match her outfit, like, spot on. She must She's have, fabulous. She's absolutely she, fabulous. She reminds me of the office manager at your location. <gasps> oh, my God, yes. Isn't she? She is. She's just like the office manager. She's so like her because she has probably 15 glasses at least. Yes. Um, Different colors and shapes and all kinds of stuff. And she does the kind of matchy-matchy too. Um, And the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, that's who it is. That's who it is. And I actually wrote it down in a a note. That's the only note I took for this whole show. Was that Prude reminds (laughs) me of our office manager? Yes. And also... um, like I said, I wanted to go back to how I watched the show. Okay, And yes. have every season since we heard that Paul Hollywood uh, cheated on his wife with contestants. And right. those so contestants tell, won. Tell, tell people <laughs> a little bit about that scandal. So, when I think you and I first heard about it, it was that he had slept with two contestants twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, each, one each season, and those people won. Yes. Um, so, it was a big scandal. But when I was kind of looking at it before we started recording, it was kind of like it's never been proven or disproven because he's so flirty with some of the pretty girls. It just gave that impression that that's what's going on. So everybody involved is just denying it? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, But he did have an affair while he was married with his 
co-host when he was filming the same kind of show in America. Apparently it was on ABC and it maybe last a season and he had an affair with her that kind of ended his marriage. Um, but anyway, so ever since you and I have heard this, every season when they bring on all the new contestants, I'm like, who did Paul Hollywood sleep with? I'm like going down the line. I'm picking the ones I think are going to, the first to go, who slept with Paul Hollywood and who I think is going to make it to the finish line. Yes, I do that too every season. I'm like, that's the one, that's the one that's yeah. going to, and, um, and I thought it'd be Ruby this season. I thought it'd be Ruby this season for a little while. I thought it was the French girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because the contestant that he allegedly slept with the season before this had a really bold lipstick. He's a bold lipstick lover, too, apparently. Yes, yes. He likes but the makeup. But, again, this is all alleged. Um, yeah, we're just making shit up. Yeah, apparently none of it's proven. But <laughs> it does, when, when you have that in mind and you're watching it, you kind of you kind of look at him with, like, one eyebrow raised. You're kind of like, mm-hmm. hmm. But I don't think that he slept with Raul this season. I don't think so either, because Raul would have just died, I think, at even being propositioned. He would have ran off and gone back to his basement flat that he has in my in my dream world. Um, I didn't like the show the, the showstoppers for the last episode. I thought that they were all garbage. I liked his. Did you? I thought it looked pretty cool. I thought it looked like something that would be in a fish tank. <laughs> It did. It did look like it would be in a fish tank. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to eat any of it, but, you know, it it is what it is. Was there anything that stands out to you that you were like, oh, I want that? Um, everything they ever baked. No. Um, the donuts, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though I was concerned that one Raul had never eaten one. And the the Madelines that they did. Oh, that was so, yeah, those were Because really I yummy. love those. And there was a few other things that they had made. I think the naan was one thing I was like, hmm, that looks delicious. A lot of them had never seen naan before, eaten naan before, and that's kind of a staple in my house. <sighs> okay, again, not the same. I know it's not the same. Nobody write in, LOL, or scream at me for this. But in Ireland, there's 95 million Indian takeaway places. No, that's not, that's, that is actually true. I mean, there's reason yeah. for it. Of course, there's a long historical relationship between Britain and, which is, and, and India. So. Which is not good, but I'm just telling you, there is a yeah. bajillion places. So I'm like, I'm assuming, again, that British people at least have five. Well, they love curry. Listen. So why haven't you ever, I've never had curry in my life. I have naan all the time. I know, I've never had curry before. The first, very first trip I took to Ireland, which P.S. this is the only European city I've ever been to, or country, which is going to change soon. The first trip I went there, they had chicken curry and rice, and I fell in love with it, and every time I could find it, I would eat it. With a side of chips. Mm, with So French fries. Chips. Okay. <laughs> but French uh, fries, yeah. <laughs> okay, do you want to do Obsession Session? Yeah, but I don't know what I have right now. Oh, I know what I have. It's probably the same as yours. I, I doubt that. Riverdale. Oh, such a good episode this past week. You guys, this past episode was the flashback episode. <gasps> oh, my God. And, you know, I know we've mentioned it. You and I started this because we do it all the time. Anyways, in real life, like, yeah. we're like, watch the same shows and we 
text back and forth or we have a meeting the next day like we did with Game of Thrones and I'm like what happened what's going on blah 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 and so you and I so I'm watching it today and we're texting back and forth and I said it's so awful and you text you spelled amazing wrong and I died I was like no I didn't it's awful I'm going to post that to her Instagram story because I've already screencast it, but I didn't know if you thought that that, that that was as funny as I did. I was dying. I was laughing so hard at that. And I was like, I was like, listen to what Pickles said. And I was telling my boyfriend and he starts laughing. He's like, I think you're kind of right, though, because he started watching this episode. And when they started singing Dream Warrior which is from a Freddy Krueger movie. Don't even have a song. Fast forward. At the second they were like, and then there was an impromptu song by the Fredheads. I was like, fast forward. Didn't watch any of it. And and he's like, I have to go. And I was like, do you want me to pause it? And he just kept walking. (laughs) He's like, he's out. He's out. He's done with it. So Uh, Yeah, it was an amazing episode. Um, We're going to circle back to that. My obsession session this week, that I knew that it would not be the same for once, is uh, Christmas. I have been obsessed with Christmas. God, Jesus. I'm never one of these people, but Mm -mm. um, I have a theory now that... And you and you probably disproved my theory that the older you get, the uh-huh. the, the more you become a Christmas person as opposed to a, a Halloween person. No, I there are a lot of people in my there, age yeah. group right now who are becoming more Christmas people, and they were big Halloween people. But I'm telling you, November first, like twelve o one a.m. I was like. <gasps> Christmas. <laughs> Very excited. I've been um, looking Mm-mm. up uh, how to decorate my fireplace this year. Mm-mm. And I'm already looking forward to my annual Christmas pajama party. <gasps> oh, I can't I wait. I know you I'm coming in next year at that time for work so I can stay an extra day and go to the pajama party. That's yeah. legit what's happening. I, um, I'm inviting you on Facebook anyway. I know you can't come, but I'm going to, because it yeah. just feels wrong to not invite you. Um, I love my Christmas party. <laughs> so much fun. I've decided, so this is going to be like my fourth or, f- this. I think this is going to be my fifth Christmas party at my house. <gasps> and because of that, I've decided that um, my house needs to be Christmas central. It's just, it, it's, if, if you have if you have an annual Christmas party, it should be like like Mrs. Claus lives here. <laughs> it's not yes. there yet. Mm-hmm. I'm barely a grown up, so I, I think I could get away with it for a couple more years. But I really need to up my Christmas decoration game. So that's been my obsession this week. Well, my mom, because me and my boyfriend and his daughter, who's like 20, are all going to my parents' house for. Christmas and we're staying like a week and I'm pretty excited but my mom over the year years um, they used to have a big Christmas tree a fake one because my dad's allergic to the real ones and um, she would really decorate but then it's kind of like they got older and she stopped putting it up they got rid of the Christmas trees she just has decorations she's got a ton of them Um, but this year when I was walking I talked to her every day and she was like I ordered a Christmas tree this year and I was like okay and so it's like a three foot one with many ornaments and you know this that and the other and I was like oh that's cute and I was like 
And uh, she's like, I'm not putting up till after Thanksgiving. She's like, she's she's like me, like, wait till Thanksgiving's over. I said, well, I've decorated for Christmas, too. Have you already decorated? <laughs> this is what my mom said. You mean your nightmare before Christmas stuff? And I was like, yeah. well, yeah, that. <laughs> that just rolls over. <laughs> and also, my Grandma McDonald, um, which was my mom's mom, had one of those big, huge ceramic Christmas trees. And this thing is like... It's not the little tabletop ones you see that you can buy online now. It's big. It's probably like two or three feet tall. It's massive. And she always had that up. And when she died, I was like, yoink, I'm taking this. And I'm so jealous of that tree. I, I have been I checking the prices mm-hmm. um, for those online. Target has a couple of really cute ones. But mm-hmm. when I put it in my cart, I thought to myself, this is not the same. It's not the same as, as the one that my grandmother has. I'm so mm-hmm. jealous that you have mm-hmm. a huge one from your grandmother. That's just, like, so perfect. Yeah, and it's just one of those things that always reminds her of, or reminds me of her yeah. and everything. So, for many years, it wasn't working. And I had it in a closet, and it got dog hair, and it just sat and sat. And I was so sad, and I was like, I just need to ship this back to my mom because... Obviously, I'm never going to use it. And then when I moved in with my boyfriend, he looked at it, and he's like, oh, I think it's just this. And he did, and it worked. And I was like, Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm like, now we're keeping it up year-round. Yeah. Well, you'll definitely have to post some pictures of it on the Instagram account. Binge watch with us all one word once you put it out. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to say one more thing. This is a shout-out to my very dear friend, Eric. Um, who just texted me while we are recording, and he said, listen to your Coven podcast episode today. I loved it. <laughs> and, he worked, and he worked on that show. So, Oh, cool. That's yeah. so funny because uh, <laughs> our other listener, Adrian, my cousin, she has a friend who worked on the Coven season two. See? Small world. So yeah. we have Adrian, Adrian, and Eric. And Eric, We yeah. have three fans. And, and Jessica. Then we have three- and Jessica. Jessica. Jessica's listening. Hi, Jessica. And who else? I thought you said somebody else was listening to it. And your mom listens to it, so. My mom listens to it, yeah. So we so, have 10 listeners, maybe? <laughs> Shout listeners. out. Guys, if you're listening, hit us up on Instagram. Yeah, um, we, we want to do shout outs to you. Yeah. Uh, send us a message on, on Instagram. Respond to one of our stories, one of our posts. Let us know what you're watching. We would love to talk to you guys about what you are watching right now, even if you're not binge watching what we are. Yeah. I mean, sh- tell us anything because literally um, we come up. Sometimes we're like, what do we want to do again? Yeah. Sometimes know. we can't find ideas. So please mm-hmm. let us know what you're watching. Let us know what you're binge watching. So should we go into what we're going to binge watch next? Yes, let's please tell everybody what we're binge-watching next. I'm very excited about it. (laughs) It's Riverdale Season 2. We're going to do Season 2. I'm so excited. I am too. I can't wait. (laughs) But we're splitting it up into four whole episodes because there's so much detail. We're going to have to talk about Ronnie's outfits, (sighs) Cheryl's lipstick. I mean, we have things to talk about. So we decided we need Yeah, four. season two is huge. There's 23, 22 or 23 episodes in season two. 22. We're going to break it up into four episodes. This is going to take us straight on through to Christmas. <laughs> I noticed while watching season two that there is kind of two different story arcs. 
Um, so that's how we're gonna break it up. We're gonna we're gonna do two episodes on. I call it um, plot A, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna do two episodes on plot B. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next week's episode is gonna be about episodes one through six. Is six. that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna do chapters. Ugh, wait, I don't know the chapter names. We're going to do episodes one through six of season two. <laughs> I'm next. assuming it's, is it chapter one or do they continue on? No, they start on? over, yeah, because no, Jughead did not start writing a new novel. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, yeah. can we circle back to Riverdale one more time? Yes. For the <laughs> this episode that just came out, we finally learned that what FP's name really stands for, and I literally spit out water across the room. What does what is it? Do you oh, know? Oh shit! I was hoping you would know. No, it's I like, think it's like fourth fourth Percival. <laughs> yes, I was like, yeah. I was like, his parents. Obviously, his dad's a serpent. They live in supposedly the poor section of town, and he's got like this blossom name. And I was just, I was rolling on the floor. God, if Jughead is related to the blossoms too, I just <gasps> can't. I just. Oh can't. my god! I hope so. Yeah. Um, but so anyways. go binge watch season two. Um, you don't have to do the whole thing right now. Yes, you uh, do. But do episodes one through six for sure. Uh, Thanksgiving is coming up soon. Yes. Look, we all know that y'all don't have nothing to do for Thanksgiving, okay? Yeah. You're, you're uh, nothing. Everybody is in a shopping and food coma on Friday. So this is the perfect time to binge watch this show if you haven't already. If you're not... Black Friday shopping online, then I re- literally rethink your life. Don't go to a store. What are you doing? <laughs> rethink your life. Don't you do can that. buy everything online in your PJs without a bra on and watch Riverdale. I don't know a better combination than that. I literally don't even brush my teeth before <laughs> I hit up the Black Friday sale at Old Navy for all of my work clothes for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, <laughs> click, there, it's on. Well, when I told my boyfriend he shops at Old Navy too, I said, we need to go and like look at everything you want and get all the SKU numbers and yep. everything. So when it's Black Friday, we can be like, ding, 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 ding. Already so, done. Here, I'm going to get. I'm gonna give you a tip on that. Make a Pinterest board. <gasps> oh. So all you yeah. have to do is click it, add your size, put it in the cart. Click it, add your size, put it in the cart, check Brilliant. out. Done. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Well, I may or may tips. not have already done that already. <laughs> it's only like two weeks away. Telling um, you, I'm obsessed with Christmas right now. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Also, <laughs> we both have crockpot dinners cooking right now, so. We do. We have to go I, eat our crockpot dinners now. Well, tomorrow our high is supposed to be 40 and our low is like 23. It's so. finally cold here, too. It's been mm-hmm. in like the 50s all day today. Mm-hmm. So. so, very exciting. Okay. Yeah. Okay, guys, so go binge watch episodes one through six of season two of Riverdale, and we'll be back next week to talk about that. Yay! I'm so excited. Okay, bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.